Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to the 144th ever episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast, brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan, fellow AMC holder, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing pretty well, Cameron. I was going to say, it's been a, it's been a busy week with uh, <clears throat> all this Mizzou news and recruiting opening back up. We've been following the stock market we've just been we've been busy yep we everybody out there listening if you're holding amc just keep holding keep holding everything will be fine it's going to be a roller coaster but we'll have a good time along the way mm-hmm. we're all in it together we are uh even producer cameron who couldn't be with us here today he was a little under the weather just so drove himself mad just checking the stocks <laughs> constantly yeah uh we wish him a speedy recovery and uh hopefully he's back in action next week He's probably at home playing video games. Um, Kyle, before we get started, I want to remind everyone to check us out on YouTube and um, subscribe there. Leave us a comment like Luis Hernandez did. He had a request for us, Kyle. He said he's new to the show and uh, wants us to do an in-depth breakdown of the coaching staff, especially the new hires leading up to football season. I told him absolutely we could do that. Um, we'll get through recruiting a little bit. And then as we get closer to the season, uh, we'll do all the preseason stuff like break down the roster, break down the schedule, and we'll add the coaching staff in there. We've talked about the coaches as the staff has been assembled over the past few months, but um, I think that's a great idea to kind of take stock of the staff as a whole. And so thank you for that comment. We'll get on that. And don't forget, everyone, you can support us directly on Patreon, um, and you can find that at patreon.com slash Missouri Sports Pod. And then last thing I have here, Kyle, is uh, kind of an exciting announcement. I don't think I've even told you this. Um, We, if you combine our podcast downloads and our YouTube views, we just smashed right through 20,000 combined downloads slash views. Uh, since we started doing this podcast so hmm, that's fantastic yeah thanks everybody for this for the support and being part of a community it's been we've been doing this for what three three years now yeah and it's coming a, up on it it's yeah. been a blast and uh, we obviously will look forward to continuing to do that for as, as long as yeah we're live yeah as long <laughs> as people watch even if they don't probably yeah we'll just if people stop watching we'll just have to go back to doing it without microphones Uh, But yeah, we're going to be cruising right through 30,000 here shortly. So that's pretty exciting. Um, Well, Kyle, this is going to be a recruiting-centric episode. Football recruiting, to be specific. Um, That is all in the news right now. Um, Mizzou had a big event called Night at the Zoo. There are some highly touted recruits being talked about, being linked with the Mizzou staff. They were on campus, had good things to say. It's all very exciting. Um... We're going to break it all down and basically try to just determine how rosy the outlook actually is. Are we getting ahead of ourselves when we talk about this stuff or is there a pretty good reason to be excited? I think there's a pretty good reason to be excited, but we'll, we'll figure it out together. Yeah, certainly a lot of star power, um, in recruiting rankings that have been on Mizzou's campus and, uh, it's crazy. Some of these guys are, are meeting some of the coaching staff in person for the first time and they've been recruited for over a year by Mizzou, some of them. So 
um, yeah, we're going to be throwing a lot of names at you guys. So uh, some of them you're probably really familiar with and some of which maybe you're not as familiar with but should be. Um, so we're going to just kind of start going through all that and we'll, we'll have a lot to throw at you. But um, I guess first I just kind of wanted to look at Missouri's overall ranking so far for the 2022 class. And they've got eight commits and three of those are four stars and five of them are three stars. And that ranks 17th in the nation, uh, according to rivals. So, and with eight commits, uh, I mean, we're probably going to take, I mean, that's probably not even half the class. We're probably going to take another 12 to 14 guys. So, um, a lot of recruiting action still yet to take place, but, um, yeah, uh, we'll start with night at the zoo. And did you have something you want to say? What was the, what was the rivals ranking again? 17th. Okay. Well, 24 seven sports has them at 15th. Wow. So. That's an average of 16. Yeah. If you uh, last year, 24-7 had it at 28, so that's exciting. Which is still one of the best classes ranking-wise oh. we've had in a long time. What's so. what's crazy, though, is when you look at the SEC rank compared to the national rank. So, like, right now, 15th nationally, but 7th in the SEC. That's ridiculous. Because that's all these schools do is recruit. <laughs> and also and win, win games. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like those two things go hand in hand. A little bit. Um, not always. Tennessee. <laughs> uh, we'll start with um, Night at the Zoo, and that was today is Thursday, June third. So Night at the Zoo was yesterday, um, and I'm just gonna run through every every single Mizzou commit for 2022 was there, um, actively recruiting, just kind of being a part of the day. And we're gonna break down those guys um, next week in a little bit more in depth. But I just kind of want to run through the, that list really quick. That's Sam Horn, quarterback, uh, Marquise Gracil, defensive tackle, Isaac Thompson, uh, safety. Tristan Wilson, offensive guard, Max Wisner, uh, tight end, Armand Membao, uh, offensive guard, uh, Mekki Miller, wide receiver, and Jamarian Wayne, wide receiver. So all of those guys were there actively recruiting. It seems like the the movement, uh, the, the buy-in is especially strong with this group, and uh, they want to get some more talent on the roster. That's very exciting. Then uh, I guess we'll talk about the uncommitted guys that were there. And that's really when you start to get into the serious star power. Um, and I guess we'll just start off with none other than Luther Burden. And uh, that's a that's a five-star wide receiver. That's probably the best wide receiver prospect in the country. Would be one of the highest rated Mizzou commits ever. Number if, two, I believe, right behind were, DGV. If that were to happen. So he's currently committed to Oklahoma. Um, his recruitment's been a little... Uh, a little quiet and you know I don't there's been a lot of smoke about Mizzou having a shot to flip him he's also going to take visits to like Alabama and Ohio State so you're going to have to fend off literally the best in the country to land Luther Burden but um, it really does seem like there's a little bit of momentum there and I think one thing that's really encouraging about this particular uh, visit and not only is he on campus for this for this visit but he brought his family he brought his girlfriend his parents um, and I think his dad in particular has been pretty adamant about keeping his recruitment quiet and um, just kind of going about their business um, in private, which is fine. But, you know, he came out to the public and, and said, we're, we're going to visit Mizzou. And so we found out like a day or two in advance that he was going to be there. So that's just enormous. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to I've been trying my very best to temper my expectations with Luther Burden because there's really no point in getting your hopes up for something like that. It's just not a good idea to go down that path. But the second you started talking about him, I just got this big smile on my face. And I can't help but imagine what it would be like if he came to Mizzou. So, of course, I went down the rabbit hole, started watching highlight uh, videos on YouTube and stuff like that. But I gave myself today to think about it. 
and then I'm going to move on. And if, if, you know, when that announcement day comes, uh, even if it's just that he's sticking with Oklahoma, you know, everything will be fine. But man, he is incredibly talented and he is like a once in a generation type player. The fact that he's even considering Mizzou and got on campus and seems to be considering Mizzou seriously mm-hmm. is just, it's not something we see every class. And I think we're lucky that he is so close to Columbia and um, that, you know, regionally it makes sense. But like you said, he's going to be, he's going to have every single program worth considering after him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he could be a catalyst and a trendsetter in a huge way if he stayed home and went to Mizzou. And Mizzou's got a lot of things going for them in, in this in this battle for, for Luther Burden. I mean, they've got a, a quarterback that's has proven success and has a lot of time left to be at Mizzou. They have other weapons. I think he would love to play with Mookie Cooper, Dominic Lovett. Um, they, they have a lot of, and obviously Coach Trinkwitz, they have a lot of things going for them in, in this particular recruitment. And, uh, I mean, there was rumors flying around Twitter yesterday that they're, you know, that he's making a commitment video and obviously you don't make a commitment video if you're already committed somewhere uh to, you're not going to make one again for oklahoma so there's a there's a a lot of smoke that he may be looking to flip and obviously missouri would be uh, right there in the running if that were the case i i just have to think i don't know i think i would put mizzou's quarterback room including coach drinkwitz along with the quarterbacks that he's recruited so far I feel like I would have to, obviously there's going to be some programs that just have like the guy that's like a Heisman front runner and stuff, but I can't imagine looking around and seeing a better situation. If you're like, yeah, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be two years from now, but if it's any one of these guys that like, you know, take hold of that role, then if I'm a wide receiver, I'm feeling pretty good regardless. Yeah, if somebody takes the job from Bazelak, that's just even better news for, for those prospects. I mean, that's that person is truly knocking it out of the park if they're taking the job from Bazelak because he's been so impressive. Uh, but I saw a picture of, of Luther Burden in the uh, in the white all-white mm. Mizzou jersey on Instagram or something, and I was like, mm. it's beautiful. So there was a, like a, one of those Twitter or like announcement edit uh, accounts that like photoshops jerseys on people for announcement images that tweeted something cryptic about like a uh, five-star player in the 2022 class gonna got some news on him tonight this was last night and ended up being somebody it ended up being a very underwhelming uh, announcement that somebody considered clemson to be in the driver's seat of their recruitment it's like okay well, <laughs> yeah, well speak of the devil he quite literally as you were speaking tweeted about luther burden uh, he says, I spoke with five-star Luther Burden yesterday. This is uh, Hayes eight at Hayes Fawcett 3 on Twitter. I spoke with five-star wide receiver Luther Burden yesterday uh, after his Mizzou visit and had nothing but good things to say. Uh, Luther Burden, quote, me and my family enjoyed our time at Mizzou yesterday. <clears throat> Love the environment and the coaches. Go Tigers. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then it just has his uh, official visit schedule. He's, he's going to be busy this summer. He's... Uh, Going to Ole Miss, Alabama, Georgia, and then going to Mizzou again, uh, Oklahoma, Indiana, and then in the fall, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, Florida. So he Sheesh. is a busy man. Holy cow. When's he, when's he back in Columbia? June 24th. Okay. So his recruitment is 
is not going to be short and sweet. That, I think that timeline is brutal. That's ridiculous. Holy cow. So we're going to be, I think we're going to be battling out for Luther Burden all the way to the end. So. All right. After this episode, I'm going to have to check out of that recruitment a little bit or I'll drive myself crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. So you're, I'm going to have to rely on you to give me any updates. If there's any, I mean, I'm sure I'll see it on Twitter. You can't avoid that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, un- unfortunately for your mental health, we got a lot more guys to talk about. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to uh, Toriano Pride. Um, he And these are all guys that were at Night at the Zoo yesterday. Uh, four-star cornerback from St. Louis. He's at Lutheran North. Um, at this point, um, he still has to visit Ohio State and Clemson. And a lot of people think it's kind of up in the air between Mizzou and Clemson at this point. It's kind of a 50-50 um, Mizzou doesn't normally beat out programs like Clemson that really want four-star players from St. Louis. So I wouldn't get your hopes up, but I, I don't think Mizzou's out of that, um, out of that race at all. Um, 24-7 Sports has him uh, a couple crystal ball predictions to Clemson with a an 8 out of 10 on the uh, confidence meter. So uh, that's usually the kiss of death. Yeah, that's that's kind of like an easy prediction though like if clemson is involved in a recruitment you can go ahead and pencil the guy in and you're going to be right most of the time yeah uh next guy is gentry williams he's a five-star cornerback from tulsa and keep in mind the last two guys i just said were four and five-star cornerbacks so mizzou is uh really in on some highly uh highly rated secondary players so uh gentry williams it has a good has a good relationship with with current uh cornerbacks coach aaron fletcher so that's another good connection that, that Coach Fletcher has brought recently. Uh, I saw a quote from uh, Steve Wiltfong from uh, from Rivals. He had an article that night at the zoo, and I'm trying to see. Okay. Gentry Williams' quote in this article says uh, it was a live atmosphere. Uh, the group that was there was really fun, not too many people. The entire trip was fun, and I'm, glad I, I'm really glad I went. I was able to tour campus, uh, eat with the corners coach Aaron Fletcher I know him personally. And I was able to watch film with Coach Steve Wilkes and spend some one-on-one time with Coach Drinkwitz. So it sounds like, I don't know if every player got the red carpet like Gentry Williams did, but I mean, it sounds like he really got, you know, to to truly experience uh, the the red carpet treatment and kind of got to spend some time one-on-one with all of the coaches. So clearly he is a priority. Does that seem like time well spent to you? I mean prying him out of the state of Oklahoma seems like a tall task and then waiting in the wings if he doesn't go to Oklahoma is USC Florida LSU does that seem I don't know if he was like a a Missouri kid then you have to do that kind of stuff but I don't know I always worry when we're talking about like five-star out-of-state guys is that a good use of the staff's time and energy normally I would say no um and and again I don't I don't know uh, Mr. Williams personally, so it's really tough to gauge the situation. But because of his connections, um, it sounds like he's really open and he's he's listening and he's these things are well received. And uh, if you didn't know this already, Coach Drinkwitz seems to shoot high. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, in all honesty, is he coming to Mizzou? Probably not. But the the reward though, if if he did, because because of those connections, would just be insane and yeah. that would be again one of the better players we've probably ever landed recruiting wise yeah um i i, I was going to mention the fact that like uh, coach drinkwitz and the social media team kind of kicked off uh, the excitement surrounding recruiting with that just kind of 
terribly photoshopped like, like on purpose it was terrible yeah, kind of video of just like static uh eli drinkwood's face like not even like flipping back and forth like they do sometimes mm. uh like on a guy dancing that was just like uh being revived and then getting the party started and it was like uh, you know recruiting real recruiting is finally here yeah with like in-person visits and stuff like that it is crazy i mean we just it seems like we just kind of it all just happened at once just yeah. a couple of days ago. Well, you like, don't think about how, I mean, a coach like Eli Drinkwitz is just like chomping at the bit to actually do what he probably feels like is real recruiting. Especially with the, yeah, especially with the uh, de- um, violations we had, recruiting violations from, oh, right. uh, from a couple of years ago. Like there was weeks at a time where they were not allowed to communicate, I don't, I don't believe at all, with recruits. So... Yeah, coach obviously seems like a guy who's uh, just loves making relationships with with the guys, and he had a blast, I'm sure, having everybody over at his place and everything. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, moving on. Uh, DJ Weselak is a guy we've talked about a few times. He's a four star defensive end from Boonville, Missouri, which is within like 20 miles of Columbia in the backyard, you pretty much. Say. So, and this has been a, a very interesting recruitment and. In, because he came out with a top 15 that Missouri did not make uh, a, a couple months ago. Uh, but a lot of people and insiders still think that Missouri is very much in the running. So, and I think his mom works, you know, like right across from Mizzou's campus. Like he's just, you know, he's lived and breathed it his whole life. So it seems interesting that he would leave them out um, on a list like that. But it may just be a lot of those schools he probably can't commit to at the moment, maybe, or. He just wanted to leave him off because he was trying to be cool. I don't know. Uh, 24-7 Sports has his top choices as Arizona State, USC, Florida, Alabama, and Auburn. So, obviously, those are big-name programs. He's listed at 176 in the country, 10th at his position, which is edge rusher. So, if you're top 10 at that crucial position in football, you're going to get a lot of attention. Um, I don't know. I think he... Maybe I don't quite have the pulse of the fan base, but I think because of some of these bigger name, five-star, you know, top 50 players that we're talking about, I think he's kind of being overlooked. And part of it is because he left Missouri off that list. It's like, okay, we're just going to move on. But I don't know. He's kind of maybe sneaky, one of I one of the most important guys, I think, to... As far as if you were able to get him to turn around and really consider Mizzou and maybe be a part of like a top five down the road and be in it till the end, um, I think that would go a long ways to show how dedicated Eli Drinkwitz is to, you know, turning over every stone and really not just dismissing a kid too early when it doesn't seem like Missouri is going to be the spot. Mm-hmm. Um Wasilak did have this to say in this article uh, with rivals and uh, Steve Wilfong. He says, uh, Drink is doing a really good job of bringing that culture and loving family vibe to Mizzou. The whole staff, even the players there, it's like a family there and everyone has everyone's back. That's one thing you can tell is changing. And then he goes on to say, uh, they will be a big name school with Drink if they keep doing what they're doing recruiting wise and win a lot more games there. So. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, that quote sticks out to me in particular because it is a guy that has been around mizzou Mm -hmm. and like and to say things are changing yeah Yeah. which i don't know that'll we've we've seen a few comments where i mean we had uh jordan johnson who said something like i wish it had been this way it should have always been this way Mm -hmm. talking about drinkwitz commitment to recruiting the state of missouri 
And with this comment, it's just like, man, what was going on before Right. that's allowing these players to notice this change? Right. Yeah, you have to wonder how much of this is just they don't really do interviews very often, and maybe yeah. they're just put on the spot and say start rambling. Yeah. But um, obviously, there there seems to be a pretty stark difference, though, between the, the Barry Odom staff and, and the current staff. It's clearly different. Yeah, and I think even if we could take a moment to just analyze the actual event, the actual night at the zoo event, mm -hmm. and maybe this will change going forward because this is the first time this staff is kind of getting uh, to do things like this. But it seemed a lot more laid back and like, just like a family barbecue right. type atmosphere versus, I mean, with coach Odom, it was like, it was like a camp. It was like, come here and win football games. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it was very much like uh, doing positional uh, competitions mm -hmm. and stuff like that, which I'm sure players probably enjoyed that as well. But that definitely seems like, and maybe that's the only change that some people are referring to is like the less competitive, you know, this is a football camp, you're being evaluated, but we also want you to have a good time versus, hey, we're just going to hang out, get to know each other better, um, that sort of thing. That would make it seem like more of a family atmosphere. Yeah. And I mean, without knowing either one of this uh, either one of the guys personally coach Drinkwitz and coach Odom I would have to assume coach Drinkwitz is just a much more personable uh guy to to talk with hang out with he just obviously seems like somebody that could connect with just about anybody if right. he if he wanted to connect with you so right. um all right moving on uh we got Dominique Orange and he's a four-star defensive tackle from Kansas City and uh, he's a guy that I feel like his recruitment's just been a little bit quieter than some of these guys. I don't know as much about him because I've just always felt like he's kind of a long shot uh, to come to Mizzou. He just seems to that his interest just seems to be elsewhere, maybe leaving the state. Um, but still good to get him on campus. It's just kind of one of those things where if a movement gets going, some of these dominoes start falling. You never know. Yeah, he, he's kind of an interesting, um, I was looking at his recruiting profile and what stuck out to me was he's, you know, 60th at his position around the 400 mark nationally. Um, and that's in the composite score and 24 sevens, just standalone rankings. Yet he has offers from some big programs like Georgia, um, and several others that I was just kind of like, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe a lot of programs are finding him to be just undervalued from a ranking standpoint but uh i kind of like to take note of those guys even if they don't go to mizzou i like to check in sure. on them uh later especially if they go to a big name school mm -hmm. uh, because sometimes i feel like the coaches kind of unearth something that the recruiting services don't quite see mm -hmm. maybe um, but a lot of time the recruiting services are just going off of the offers that a kid gets sometimes but that doesn't seem to be the case here yeah. I don't know. just be an interesting one to watch that is a good point of something we could <laughs> we should talk about this summer is maybe go back and revisit uh some of the mizzou misses of the last few years but um yeah i just don't i don't know a whole lot about orange but it's definitely a name to keep an eye on um down the stretch for sure uh next guy that visited was chris mcclellan and he's a four-star defensive tackle from Tulsa, is good friends with uh, previously mentioned Gentry Williams. And, man, he's a guy that looks the part. And he's just I, – I don't have his measurables um, here in front of me, but he is enormous and just looks like a guy that would be ready day one to play. He, I'll take him. He Yeah, <laughs> he had an interesting quote in this article that I've been reading um, on, 
on uh, oh it's 24 7 is steve wiltfong not rivals oh my gosh uh, we got a whole how embarrassing we got a whole situation now <laughs> um <laughs> mcclellan says uh quote it was great i loved it it raised them up quite a bit um i don't favor one over the other uh one school over the other but their presentation of nil was awesome Okay, NIL, that is uh, Name, Image, and Likeness, which we talked about recently, uh, Eli Drinkwitz being a big proponent and spearheading, you know, getting that into uh, Missouri's legislative hands um, so that they can pass a bill, and that did happen. So um, it's so cool to see and interesting to see that, quote i mean it just tells you what's going on that they had a presentation talking about i'm assuming how a player can use their name image and likeness to make money Mm -hmm. specifically by coming to mizzou right and i mean we literally talked about it last week like how is Drinkwitz gonna um, be able to use this like what's what's the angle and will we ever really will we see this come to fruition anytime soon and here we are next week we've we've (laughs) already seen it come into play where players are 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 literally quoting he was fine-tuning the presentation as we were talking about it last probably week. so um yeah i'm sure he's he's using that angle and talking about how they've been progressive in in uh, pursuing that opportunity for their players and recruits so that's that's pretty awesome yeah probably uh any family members in the audience uh probably wanted to hear that too mm-hmm. and probably pretty excited yep all right moving on we've got micah riley ducker he's a four-star tight end from nebraska and uh, he's a guy who's been on for for quite a while. Uh, it doesn't. I don't get the feeling that Mizzou is a front runner in this race, but you just never know sometimes, especially after a big event like this. I mean, Mizzou could have definitely moved up for him, but we've already got uh, one tight end committed, and that's Max Wisner. But knowing Coach Drinkwitz and how he probably wants to run the offense, I think they'll definitely try and take two two tight ends every year, probably or or almost every year or so. Um, and there's they have a couple of backup options that we'll probably talk about here in a little bit if they don't land uh, Riley Ducker. But uh, he's certainly a, a talented pass catcher. Yeah, I'm all about him. Tall, fast, catch, catch the ball, big guys, block a little bit. You don't even need to block. I don't care. Catch, <laughs> Somebody catch else will block. Yeah. <laughs> um, next guy is Jake uh, Macula. And he's a guy that uh, kind of just, for me at least personally, came into uh, the picture recently. Um, he got an offer. He's from Colorado. He's a three-star offensive tackle. Uh, and then it just almost immediately puts Mizzou in his top eight. And then it seemed like he was like, a, th- this was obviously an invitation-only event. It seemed like he got an invite a little bit later. That, so maybe this is just kind of a, a recruitment that just seems to be kind of blowing up um, with him recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long um, the staff has been on him. Uh, next guy is also a guy that I wasn't sure if he was going to make the trip, but did end up tweeting that he was at Mizzou, and that's uh, Mika Megwa, and he's a four-star running back from Texas. That is all the 20, 2022 guys uh, that were there that I know of. Um, there were a few 2023 guys that were there, and a name that every Mizzou fan that follows recruiting in any fashion whatsoever should know Caden Green. He's a four-star offensive tackle from Lee Summit. And keep in mind, this kid's like 16 years old probably, and he's 6'5", 325. (laughs) 
Uh, can he play tomorrow? Like, can he play this uh, season? Probably, yeah. Bring him, bring him on down. Yeah, just might as well. Let's see what happens. Um, I saw a tweet from his dad. Um, really loved the visit. So, and he's I, he's been recruited by Mizzou for a long time already. So, um, he's kind of a household name, and we will probably be in on him till the very end. Um, and then two other 2023 guys: Jaden Doss, a uh, wide receiver from Peculiar, Missouri, and Brett Norfleet is a tight end from St. Charles, Missouri. So a couple of future names to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, was um, <clears throat> I've got a name here that I was trying to think. I felt like he would have been in that group, but maybe for whatever reason wasn't able to go. Um, I don't know how he's pronounced his first name. Roberts Day. Mm-hmm. He was. I feel a, like he was on campus sometime recently. Yeah. He, uh, let's see, I wrote down a couple notes for him. I don't know how to say his first name either. I think it's like Kayan. Probably. Kayan Roberts Day. He's a, it just, a lot of the recruiting services has have him listed as an athlete from Festus, Missouri. And he's currently committed to Baylor. Uh, but I feel like it's pretty common knowledge that he's probably not going to stay at Baylor. Um, and it's kind of up in the air what position he's going to play in college. But I think Missouri would like him to be a tight end or a linebacker, probably most likely a, t- a tight end. And I think he's probably kind of plan B for Riley Ducker, like I mentioned um, earlier. But, yeah, he was on campus earlier this week, but I don't think he was, like, actually – I don't know if it was actually a part of the Night at the Zoo gotcha. thing. And then another name I had written down was Nick Herzog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, another guy who just recently picked up an offer, like, in the past week. And he's for an offensive guard from Stillwell, Kansas. Uh, I think Kansas State has been on him for a really long time. So it's going to be tough to – to pry him out of Kansas, but um, definitely, I think he was a guy that worked out on campus maybe a couple of days ago, and they they liked what they saw. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I, I was I wasn't sure. I was getting mixed up on which guys were like at the event versus just happened to be visiting in, yeah, around the same time. That was a little confusing. I don't think either one of those guys were there, but they were on campus gotcha. recently. Um, one other guy who was invited to the event but did not come uh, was Jaden Scarlett. And he's a four-star defensive tackle from Texas. And the only reason he didn't come tonight at the zoo, at night at the zoo is because he's got an official visit scheduled at Mizzou in like two or three weeks. Mm. Um, so he's from, he's from Texas. He's going to be he has all the crystal ball stuff to Texas A and M. So it's going to be tough to tough, tough to get him out of Texas probably, but still a, a talented player that the staff feels like they've got a connection with. Okay, Kyle, unless you uh, – I've got some, some hard-hitting questions for you unless you have anything else you want to say about the event and everything. Yeah, I mean, I think we covered it pretty well. It just sounded like, uh, yeah, they, they toured the facility. They had dinner and a bonfire at, at Coach Drinkwood's house. I think some of them maybe watched some film. I think maybe if a, a couple of them did a, did a workout. But for the most part, it sounds like a pretty successful I read event. that the players weren't allowed to, like, work out together. Like, oh, you couldn't yeah. have, like – uh, for example, you couldn't have Sam Horn throwing passes to right. Luther Burden. That would have been cool, but uh, yeah, apparently they weren't allowed to do that. Well, that makes that reminds me is like I was like, how are they going to go to Coach Drinkwood's house? Like, how is that allowed? Yeah. And I guess there's some rule that if the coach's house is within a mile of campus, they can host recruits. And I have no idea if that was just like one of those like lucky things or Surely. if he somehow knew that if you know i mean if that's a published rule then you have to know that i and, guess and, and it's not like he's just living in a townhouse on campus like his home is obviously enormous with a pool and everything so yeah. it's like where did you even 
build that house um, within a mile of campus. Yeah, there, so. there's <laughs> there's probably like a special area where it's like football this is, coaches land. Yes, <laughs> where they can build homes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that was a pretty amazing loophole that I can't imagine too many coaches are able to take advantage of. Very cool. Okay, so I'm going to put you on the spot here, Kyle. Uh, the biggest names that we talked about. I want you to give me a percent percentage uh, chance that they end up a Missouri Tiger. Okay. Um, let's see here. We'll start off with DJ Weselak. Uh, 25%. Okay. Okay. All right. How about Dominique Orange? 15%. Oh yeah, and I hope this isn't. I hope this trend doesn't continue. All right, Toriano Pride, forty-five percent. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now the one everybody wants to hear. Let's hear the, your percentage chance that Luther Burden ends up a Missouri Tiger. <laughs> Give me a sixty percent. What? Sixty percent, Kyle? You can't do that to people. <laughs> I was literally going to say like 7%. For Luther Burden? Yeah, I'm terrified. All I do right. not want to get my hopes up. Well, I understand that you're using that psychology on your own mind, but you have to be realistic that Missouri has a real shot to do this. Oh, man. And I don't want to get everybody too psyched up, but I mean, I think there's enough smoke to say that Missouri has a absolutely a realistic chance of landing Luther Burden. Man, it's going to be a long summer. Yeah, it is. And it always is for me, yeah. at least. Yeah. I'm going to try and just really enjoy the moment, enjoy that. So he's he's doing all weather. those visits. And then, oh, by the way, in the fall, we're going to visit four more schools. Yeah, apparently. For yeah. like a second time. Yeah. And it's like all the greatest programs in the world. <laughs> Sheesh. I mean, that's what I would do, too, if I was five-star wide up. receiver. Yeah, I would always come back home, though. Yeah, me, too. That's <laughs> what I do on uh, all the video games. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that's a lot of names, a lot of big names, a lot of exciting news. Um, definitely seems like Mizzou football is trending in the right direction in the eyes of a lot of recruits. And I think, I don't know, they're, they're starting to get the attention of some guys. Uh, I'm trying to think back to like Barry Odom era. There were always those kind of exciting weekends and Night at the Zoo I feel like was more of a, uh, I always kind of felt like there was a little bit of like a pressure sales tactic with Night at the Zoo under Barry Odom because we yeah. just like, there would be offers left and right and then some verbal commits like that night and mm -hmm. it was like, oh my goodness, like this is crazy. Yeah. Like what are they doing to these kids? Yeah. But um, <laughs> this was like way more laid back and I just feel like, I don't, I don't think we expected any commitments yeah. or yeah. anything either. So. Um, kind of a funny story. Um, hopefully my wife isn't listening to this. Um, it was my wedding day almost five years ago, uh, July 23rd of whatever year that was, <laughs> um, no, 2016, it. uh, it was the same night as a night at the zoo, like a few years ago. And I was like, I think I made it all the way to probably like, like halfway through halfway oh. through my reception before i was like all right i gotta i gotta like check my phone here see what's going on because they ma they made those events out to be like such a oh, big yeah. deal like it was so, it was so much more hype than even this event had i think and maybe we'll see as, that in the future once just as far as yeah. like trying to get commits yeah. and stuff 
And so I was just on commitment watch and I can't even remember. Like, I think that was maybe Jamal Brooks and maybe Daniel Parker Jr. I don't know if they were the same year or not, but. Um, you were probably thinking about that. That's probably why you fell up the stairs when you're walking in. Sad <laughs> <laughs> to bring that up, didn't you? Yes, I, I, I did fall down the stairs uh, in my wedding. Fall down the stairs or up the stairs? I was coming down. Oh, okay. But it was all <laughs> embarrassing all the same. Wonderful memory that we'll, we'll have forever. Yeah, like I, we were in the like limo after that, and I was like, why is my wrist hurting? And I realized it's because I caught myself. It was like a it was like a bad dream. Like it was just like I was having a bad dream. The in producer Cameron and I were sitting next to each other and just literally like had to avert our eyes from you and like our other friends that were standing up there because we were gonna just literally burst with uncontrollable laughter. Every, like there was probably five of us total trying to keep it together and literally i had to just like put my eyes down and look at the floor to keep from like being disruptively laughing yeah it was felt like a nightmare in the moment but uh, looking back it's a hilarious memory <laughs> <laughs> um cam i've got a couple more names i want to throw okay, at you let's and hear then it. and then we will be done throwing names at people because i'm sure there's just been a lot but mm-hmm. there's a few other names i mean obviously you know, not all these big names are going to commit to Mizzou. If we're being realistic, and they still have a lot of a lot of spots to fill um, for the rest of the class. So, a couple of names just to keep an eye on. Um, a couple of running backs um, that are both visiting um, this month. Uh, Joseph Hyman is a three-star running back from Little Rock, and C.J. Stokes is a three-star running back from Columbia, South Carolina. Interestingly enough, uh, but both of those guys, I think I would say we have a pretty good chance to land Hyman. Uh, CJ Stokes, probably a little less of a chance because he just has a lot of visits this summer, but uh, I think Missouri would probably take both of those guys. Uh, J- Jaleel Johnson is a three-star defensive end from Oklahoma City and maybe kind of a backup plan to some of those big names we talked about a few minutes ago. Uh, I'm not sure how to say this name. Dillon, Dylan, I don't know. Dillon McKinney is a three-star cornerback from Texas. Uh, and they, they got to have some plan B's for some of like Gentry Williams, Toriano pride. They, they have to know what, where they're going to turn if, if those recruitments don't go their way. Um, and one other guy that I wrote down was Kinsey Paul from Chattanooga, Tennessee. He is, uh, listed as a wide receiver, but being recruited as a safety or cornerback. And he went to the same high school as BJ Harris, who is a current, uh, Mizzou freshman running back. Also, just another couple of names to keep in mind, uh, like transfer guys that would be oh. immediately eligible. Yes. Uh, the two Tulsa defensive backs, Caleb Evans and Allie Green. And then there was an FCS um, offensive lineman from Montana State. His name is Connor Wood, and he got a Mizzou offer recently. So, I'll take them all. The 2021 class is still probably not completed. So have a few more additions to kind of shore up a few weaknesses that we might have for this upcoming year. Yeah. It's just all the players that you mentioned this whole episode. I want to just, we'll take them I all. Want, I want them all. Yep. We'll, we'll make room. <laughs> Come on down. Yeah, that's a lot to keep track of. But uh, And there's probably so many names that we haven't even heard of yet that are going to end up, you know, being a part of the class or something down the road yeah. or whatever. We still we have so far to go. And there's so many schools in on these guys that yeah. it's just, you know, it's a long road. we got to start somewhere. And it's always fascinating to see the direction that a a staff is going to take with a particular class and the guys that are at, are at the top of their list. Um, and there's always one or two that are just like, 
I don't know, just like completely off the radar. This year for the state of Missouri, it's Kevin Coleman and Tyson Ford. Tyson Ford uh, committed to Notre Dame a while back, and I don't know. It's Seems just like, to be very solid. Yep, yeah. Yep. Don't even don't even bother with it. And then Kevin <laughs> Coleman, I'm convinced he's going to end up at Alabama, because and but he's going to wait until uh, National Signing Day where he can lay out all the hats, and he's going to have the best selection of hats you have ever seen <laughs> on that table. <laughs> yeah. All the big schools, but again, you can't blame him. That's got to be pretty fun, but also a little stressful. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think Missouri's got as much talent, high school talent in state than any uh, like other Midwestern state, um, which can be definitely a blessing and a curse because if those guys don't want to stay home, you're finding a lot of backup plans. You're yeah, they definitely a, don't have to. You're using a lot of recruiting um, uh, time and money to potentially to for no reason <laughs> to, yeah. you know, to try and get these guys that are never going to stay home. So... But it's going to be fascinating to to see where uh, where Missouri goes with this class, and hopefully we have a little more um, luck than we did a few years ago when we had the Tiger Ten situation. Yep. All right. Is that all for the folks? I think that's it. Next week we get to talk about the players that we, as of right now, think are already have already decided to come to Mizzou. Yep. So that's exciting. A lot less stress in that conversation. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Um, all right. That's all I got for them. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We are on Twitter at Mizzou Sports Pod, and you can email us at MissouriSportsPod at gmail.com. Uh, producer Cameron's not here, so I'll say uh, you can get T-shirts and stickers on our online shop, uh, MissouriSportsPod.BigCartel.com, or you can subscribe to the Patreon tier that gets you merch included. And that's all for this week. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you next week.